This is Ross Tucker, and you're listening to the All Formats Podcast, a podcast dedicated to bringing solid fantasy content along with some witty banner, no matter what format you play, from C to C to Dynasty to Best Ball and even the dreaded single quarterback redraft leagues with kickers and team defenses, the All Formats crew has you covered. Your hosts include Lord Hinky, One Man's Opinion, and the Kit Professor. So sit back, listen up, and enjoy some of the best and worst fantasy football advice around. Hey everyone, welcome back to another edition of the All Formats Podcast. Uh, we got the whole gang back together again. I know it's been a while, but we just wanted to get the team together and, and give you guys a nice little bonus spot here. So before we get started, let's give a shout out. Hey, how's it going out there, Lord Hingy? Oh, we're doing good over here, you know, just had a quick day at work, rushed home, and now I'm real excited to get into what I'm really passionate about is oh. Dynasty Fantasy Football. I love it, Let's I love go. it. Okay, one man's opinion, you out there, how, how you feeling with this? Doing great. You're doing great? After looking at this, the 24 class, pretty decent, not not as top, I mean, it's top heavy, not as deep, um, but very top heavy. Very top heavy, I like that. So, yeah, as, as the man alluded to, this is going to be your way too early uh, mock draft for the 2024. Uh, we just finished the NFL 23 draft. Um, and if you haven't had your rookie draft by now, you're in the wrong leagues. You should be drafted immediately after the NFL draft. Um, and we got a lot of college names for the 24 that, that we're ready to talk about early. Um, full disclosure, um, the wise opinion one, he when we did the way too early 23 mock last year, he put us onto this cat named Anthony Richardson. And correct me if I'm wrong, this guy's going 1-1 one, one, and 1-2 one, and all you guys' rookie drafts. Is that what you're seeing? 1-2 for the most part. Junior, that's what you're seeing too? Yeah, it could turn out to be pretty good. Yeah, so, I must say, uh, David, you're, you're a savant. Uh, Junior and I discussed this offline, and we want you to do all 24 picks. All right, so you can tell us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, We're going to no. mute ourselves for the rest of the podcast. And uh, here you go, David. Yeah, all you. Get the people what they want. Let the people know what to do. So uh, we're going to do two rounds, super flex, tight end premium, obviously, because uh, I'm told that's the standard format. Uh, also, oh, let me ask you guys a question. You know what? I'm so glad this was brought up. Um, so most dynasty leagues are going that way, correct? Super flex, tight end premium. Now they're trying to, a lot of them are shipping in the start two tight ends. Is that, are you guys seeing that? I have been, yes. Yes, I have. So what about touchdown scoring for quarterbacks? What are you seeing with that for passing touchdowns as a I standard? Saw, oh, man. As a, this, no, just as a standard. Oh, as a standard six. Six. Junior, is that what you're yeah. saying? I and only asked. Most of my league is six, yeah. So, I, I only asked for, ask for one reason, because I, I uh, this guy I know, I, when I, I asked him about, hey, get some advice about trade, what do you think about these guys? And he was like, what's the format? No, I asked him what the format is. He's like, no, the four, it's, it's always assume it's super flex tight end premium. So when I asked him a question today, he was like, well, what's the scoring for quarterbacks? I was like, well, the standard is six because he plays in four-point passing touchdowns. I was like, well, assume the standard is six. Like, we're assuming the standard is super flex tight end premium now, right, for any trade question or player evaluation. I just want to make sure the standard was actually six that we're seeing or if I'm wrong and it's actually four. So it is six. Okay. I've also saw a startup that had Eight for the passing touchdowns this Whoa. this offseason. Oh, did I, 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 I didn't get into that league um, because it should just be six. 
I want to jump in and say a couple. I'm just going to reiterate. I know I've said this before, okay? I get that this is dynasty. I get this is fantasy. This is the quarterback position. It's the it's the bread and butter of football. The quarterback position is the most important position in football. No matter how no matter how you try to influence scoring, you're not going to change that. So why are you devaluing the quarterback by putting it four points for touchdowns? Now it's not drastic. I did a study when we first looked at this, and the scoring is we're talking maybe a couple hundred, maybe some less, depending. The bottom ones are probably even out. The top ones are where it's a little higher, uh, for six versus four. But still, I don't know why we're devaluing the position. And if you're going to devalue it, you should have it all the same. So if you're going to do four, then all the positions are four points for touchdowns. Okay. So, sorry, guys. I didn't mean to go off on that tangent, but uh, we, we, we brought talk about standards. So, all right. Well, we'll come, we'll come back. You know what? They will do a whole pod on that. Didn't we do one last year? On no, we don't setup? have to. We don't have to. But since you brought it up, you know, that's my kind of my, my, one of my pet peeves with Dynasty um, is, is passing uh, points for, for quarterbacks. So, I just got to, I don't want to go too long, but I just okay. want to throw it. I obviously got to throw it in there, right? Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> All right, my bad. Hey, so sounds like I hit a nerve. Can't wait to hear more about that, this. That, that all that always hits a nerve. Yes. <laughs> anyway, all right, guys. So way too early, twenty-four mock. We're going to do two rounds. We randomize the draft order. Uh, we each have eight selections. Um, and I don't know how I ended up with the one-one. Which in any of my dynasty leagues, I would probably not have the one-one because my team is middle of good, or it just sucks too bad, and I can't win to lose this bracket. But this is my only chance to get the one-one. So. I'm going I'm to kick it off with quarterback Caleb Williams from USC. Um, I don't think this is going to be hotly debated by any of us. Uh, this is probably the general consensus 1-1. This guy is the best quarterback in this draft class, the 23 draft class, the 22 draft class. Um, so Caleb Williams is the obvious pick here, uh, unless you guys see something different that I don't see. Absolutely not. Yeah, he is incredible. He's dynamic. He's He's the top of the class. Yeah, there is a pretty good wide receiver, but yeah, this guy is has to be the top of the class. David, any thoughts on Caleb? He's from Washington, D.C. Oh, okay. You know what? That's all you had to say. I mean, that's all we got to say. Washington. Now. Yeah, that's all we got to say. I always throw in those R's in that wash, you know? How do you guys, <laughs> why do you guys do that down there? Wash. That's, so, how, don't, that's how they talk down there. Only thing I'm going to be, I am going to point out one negative. I love the player. Of course, you got to take him one one. I, I think I think he is a a franchise changing player for your dynasty teams. Six one. Bigger, bigger than Bryce Young. He's, he's six foot one. So, just something to keep in mind. But still, drop him one one. Okay. All right. So up here next at the one two, David. I believe this is your pick. So now that we lost Caleb, where, where are we going here? This is Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, I think he's probably the best wide receiver in the last two classes, even though this class, this past class wasn't great. Um, but it's the class before was really good. We had a lot of good. We had Drake London, um, Traylon Burks, and there's a few other guys. That Garrett class, Wilson. Garrett Wilson, that class is, I think Marvin Harrison is, is a notch above him. Um, there could be someone else that could go here. And I wouldn't argue that, um, but I'm taking the, just the the freak athlete, the, the wide receiver, Ohio State, 
being coached by that wide receiver coach. I'm I'm taking Marvin Harrison Jr. here. Junior? Yeah, I mean, he's a Philly kid. Um, we always knew he would be, you know, the best wide receiver coming out of this class. He would he was the best wide receiver in college football last year. Um, he's an absolute stud. He's everything you want in a wide receiver. He's the the prototypical new age wide out. He's gonna be really good for a really long time. And I really think he's gonna be right up there. When we talk about the top wide receivers in Dynasty right now, he'll be in that Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase like tier, I think. I like it. Um, I'm not going to argue with anything you guys said, um, except for one point is I love Caleb Williams. and think he's, like I said, Marvin Harrison is just like him, the best wide receiver in 24, 23, and 22 class. Um, it, is there an argument to be made for Harrison at 1-1, like we had Bijan at 1-1 last year over the quarterbacks? Is this a uh, super flex or one? We're, we're assuming super flex, yeah, right? All, yeah, super flex is the standard. I'm just so, asking, could there be an argument made? There's not. Okay. So the difference for me is as a run, um, running backs are, I, um, what am I trying to say here? <laughs> the wide receivers, I think you can get a Kaleeb, a Harrison Jr. next versus over a quarterback of Kaleeb's talent level. Okay, I see that. I, th- I think there could be an argument to be made depending on, like, your team makeup. I think if you're a guy who has, you know, you get the 1-1 and you got a couple, like, young QBs that you got in, like, you know, the 23 class, and you want to take Marvin Harrison Jr. and just keep the ca- keep the guys you already have, I don't think I'd hate that. But I think if you're just talking in a vacuum, I think Caleb Williams has to be the 1-1. Okay. So, so okay, you brought up an interesting point, Junior. So – uh, a guy, he's been running Trevor Lawrence for a couple of years. Last year, he ended up with the 1-2. He takes Richardson, and now he's got the 1-1 in this draft. Does he stick with those two guys and go Harrison Jr.? Or See, that, are that's we taking Caleb what I would Williams do. regardless? That, so that's what I would do is go Harrison Jr. in that case. But that, okay. that team that team's not going to have 1-1, one, one, man. I know. I'm just no. I'm just saying. Oh, no, some injuries, or he could have just those two guys, and he could have my running back. So yeah, I think know? hypothetically, if you don't need a quarterback, I I'm okay with taking Harrison at the one one. Okay. All right. I lo- I love Harrison at one one. All right. So next up, Junior, you're on the clock here at one three. After we lost a quarterback and a receiver, what do we get a running back? Or are we going somewhere else? Oh, we're going somewhere else. I like it. Uh, I'm going with. I have like three people in like an elite tier in this class, and this is the third one. Uh, Drake May, quarterback at a UNC. Um, I think the kid's really good. Um, I really liked watching him play football last year. He's absolutely dynamic. Um, he's so he he looks skinny, but he has such a good build. He runs so well. He throws so well. Um, he just slings the ball all over the place, and he just plays like fearless. Like there's, there's a guy. He he's not scared to do anything, and I kind of love that. Um, I really think he's gonna be. He'll. I think he'll be the QB two easily in next year's class. He'll probably be a top three to five pick in the NFL. I think he's gonna be really good, and he's my last like elite tier of players in this class. Really, really. Yeah. Okay. There's, okay. there's one more elite, but go ahead. I, yeah, David, what yeah, do you think about Drake May? Maybe one more elite. I agree. Um, love Drake May. Um, if Marvin Harrison Jr. is not in this class, he's he's one too. But Marvin Harrison is, and I don't. I've, Kaleeb is. And I hate. I don't want to compare, but I think he's Pat Mahomes level ish. Um, so that's why that's another point why I think you got to go one one with him, and then and then I think we got the correct three with Harrison Jr. one two and one three Drake. Okay, 
Okay, and so you know me as the moderator of the podcast, I have to ask the stupid questions for the reaction. Is there anything Drake May can do to be the quarterback one of this class this season? Or is it more something Caleb would have to not do? Yeah, it's like Caleb would have to get like hurt or something, I think, for May to I don't think May could outplay Caleb so much to where he surpasses him because Caleb Williams is just so good. I would think something would have to happen to Caleb for him not to be the one one. No. Or the QB one, I guess. Agreed. But Drake May is six five. Oh. True. Six Man. four, two twenty is what I got. Yeah. So runs, so he, runs the ball. But and if he wins the Heisman, hypothetically. Still Nah. I, I I'm not saying he is. I don't think he's gonna be in the running. I'm not but. saying I'm not saying that. I'm I'm just I'm, I'm not questioning I, I, I so, even if he does that, I, I can see I, I still don't think it's enough. Okay. Um like that because when you, the top two so they're close enough so are they close enough in your opinion that if you have the, the one two or the one three you're not trying to go up the one one you'll be satisfied with Drake May for one, I would, I, I would for be one, yes one three I'm moving up to one one if I can oh wow I'm, pro- I'm probably sticking yeah so probably, I, co- I, probably cost too much you're right yeah you're that's right. true that's yep. true you know, it always comes to cost. It should, it should only cost the yeah. one four and two ten. That's all that to trade today, David. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Uh, next up, uh, the next two picks that fall to me: the one four and the one five. Uh, I start off at the one four, Junior. This is my last elite guy on here, and, and it's early. Um, but he's in that Kyle Pitts level, and Brock Brock, Brock Bowers, tight end of Georgia. Got to take him off the board here, especially when you going. Uh, Tight end premium. I mean, the kid's a monster. He's been doing it. He's been doing it for two years. And again, he he doesn't fit in this level because, um, sorry, he's been a tight end. Like I still would have taken Pitts over him three years ago. But uh, last year's class and this year's class, there's, there's no tight end that's close to who Brock Bowers is, what he's going to bring uh, to your team. Um, if again, you, you talked about it. If you're set at quarterback at 1-1, you can make an argument for Harrison at 1-1. If I'm at 1-3 and I'm set at quarterback, I might take Brock Bowers here. Agreed. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I really like the pick. I, I don't have him in that elite tier for me. I do think he's, like, the top next guy, in my opinion, as well. Um, He is really freaking good. It's just, for me, I can't have him in an elite tier because he is a tight end. I still don't really consider the tight end a position that can have, like, an elite player except you're like Travis Kelsey or something like that. But if there would to, if there would to be an elite tight end in this class or elite tight end in general, it would be him. He is incredible. So where do you put him at? Like, I kind of consider him along the lines of like Kelsey or a Mark Andrews. Yeah, I mean, I would consider him like really good. I wouldn't consider him like – and when Kyle Pitts came out, I feel like he was a little bit more than Bro- what Brock Bowers is, but it's not far off. Um, but if for Brock Bowers, for me, when he comes out of the league, he'll probably be like tight end, like four, three, probably. Nope. All right. And on right, the second of my back-to-back picks here, I debated this one for a bit. There was actually a quarterback I thought could go here, but I'm actually going to go back to the wide receiver position because I'm not ready to take a running back yet, even though I love the running backs. And I'm going to butcher this name, so I'm sorry for that. Uh, we already got one wide receiver from Ohio State, so we might as well get another. And Emeka Egbuka, Egbuka, whatever, how you pronounce his name. But I, I like this kid for what he brings to the table. Another cornerstone franchise piece for your dynasty roster at receiver. And you guys know I just love drafting receivers, so there's no way I could go anywhere else. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's a really good pick. I wonder if when he comes out next year, they're going to give him like that, oh, he's only a wide receiver two stigma. I wonder if that's going to hurt his stock a little bit. But he is, if he played anywhere else, he would be the, in the wide receiver two in this class. He'd be an absolute stud. David? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I mirror all that. It's tough for him. He'll, he'll he, he will not be a wide receiver one um, as far as rankings because of Marvin Harrison. His teammate penalizes him. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. This guy's getting his playing alongside Marvin Harrison. What does that tell you about how good he is? And yeah, imagine him without a Marvin Harrison. All right, we'd love to see that. So I think he's going to – and I doubt they're both getting drafted by the same team in the NFL because then we'd be screwed again. But wherever he goes, he's just he, – I feel like he's just going to shine. And in this passing league now where you can get two guys that finish as top, uh, top ten receivers, a la A.J. Brown and, and Devontae Smith and, and Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Uh, yeah, give me that all day. Yeah, and and for recruiting that class, recruiting he was the number one wide receiver in the class. Yeah, Marvin was like sixteen or seventeen, if I from from trying to recall correct. Yeah, Marvin was actually twenty one. Dang, and the other the receiver group there. So, oh, so you gotta love it. So the kid's good. We know that. All right, David, you're back on the clock at 1-6. And for the record, guys, we won't hear from Junior again until one ten. I'm sorry. Yeah, right? I'm taking a nap. Yeah, go ahead, David. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Oh, yeah. uh, yep. Is yep. this? Okay, go ahead. You already started. So, Travion Henderson, running back, Ohio State. I like no. him a not. I like him a notch over the other the other backs. Um, the worry is injuries. If he has another injury season, this is going to be a guy that. I'm putting him or him here in the first round, but if he has another injury riddled season, he's probably not going to be a first round pick at all. Wow! And yeah, in the in dynasty, so that that's this is a big year for him. But he's got the all the talent. Another kid uh, from the DMV down in Richmond, Virginia, um, five star mm-hmm. recruit, big back. I think he's got an, enough speed here at one six. I'm 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 taking him and running. If he if he can put together a healthy year, okay, Junior, what do you think about Travion? Yeah, I think that's a pretty good pick. Um, I'm really interested to see how these running backs turn out in this top of this class because that's kind of where I think most of the differences will be between fantasy players. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't think you can go wrong with any of them. I think Henderson's very good. Um, the only concern I have is he doesn't really catch passes for Ohio State, but. I don't think running backs really catch passes on offense, so I'm not going to hold that against them. But, you know, if he stays healthy, has another really good year, he probably be a pretty early pick in the NFL. And then, yeah, I think this is a really good pick. Okay. Yeah, I I, I agree it's a lot of that, especially the injury part, like David said. But we've seen the kid a fully healthy season. Like, he's talented, but he has, you know, hit a bit of a, a the injury stretch here. Uh, my question is, we've got three Ohio State guys here in the top six picks. Is this the school to beat next year? Quarterback problem. Yeah, who's that QB? Well, you'll be hearing his name soon if I keep picking. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, guess what? I am on the clock here at 1-7. Um, this is probably going to come as a surprise to you guys. Um, I do like the the next running back I have on my list uh, soon. Maybe I'll take him if I got another first-round pick. But I this is where I go back to the well at quarterback at a Superflex League. Um, he didn't. He did had a down year last year. Had a great spring. He's got you know quarter uh, NFL talent. Give me Quinn Ewers, quarterback at Texas, right here. 
Um, he kicks off that next tier of quarterbacks. Uh, there's two or three guys. Obviously, it's too early, but two or three guys are having that second tier behind uh, Caleb and Drake. And I think Quinn right now is at the top of that list. He t- the much heralded Arch Manning coming in. He still beat him out in spring to own this Texas uh, – to run this Texas team. He played very well in that game against Alabama last year, and that's an NFL defense. I just think another year uh, of him just developing his game and Quinn Ewers is going to be a first-round NFL draft pick at quarterback, and oh, I, you should be taking him in the first rounds of your 24 draft or rookie drafts. I think, I think this is a really big year for Quinn Ewers because I think this is where he kind of like you remember DJU for Clemson. He had a you know came out was supposed to be really good. Everyone had him in this range. They're like, oh, we just expect him to have a good season. I feel like he needs to have a good season this year. I'm not saying he won't. I think that Texas team is very good. Um, I think he's got a chance to be really good. Uh, I'm a little lower on him than I think consensus is. but he has a prototypical build. I think he was a top player coming in the, out of high school into this class. Um, he obviously has the talent. I think he just has to put it together at Texas. So if he has a really good year, I think he can even end up being higher than this. Okay. Dave? Yeah, he's the number one recruit in his class uh, before it reclassified, started out, started out at Ohio State, um, transferred to Texas. I don't know if C. Sarkeesian does him any favors. Um he was very up and down last year. I know he had that injury in the Alabama game, but very up and down. Um, he's got to put it all together this year. I'm much lower. Um, I'm be honest with you, I don't see it. With him, I, I feel he has tools, he has mechanics, and like you said, it puts it all together. And that's something that can be done at the next level. Even if it doesn't look good, a win-loss record or yardage or interceptions in college, because we've seen bad college stats translated to Hall of Fame NFL careers, a la a Peyton Manning or you know players like that. So I'm in, in, guys, don't slide into the DMs. I'm not saying Quinn Ewers is Peyton Manning, anyways. But I'm just <laughs> saying this is a guy that you know fundamentally. He's, he's well, I think he was six three, six four. He's got the size. He, he's got the, the the NFL talent. He's got the NFL look. And when it all comes together, you've seen those glimpses. So imagine that someone putting it all together for him, and he just I just think he's going to be a really good quarterback at the next level. It's just something for me also be talking about a quarterback for so long. It feels like we've been talking about him forever being the number one guy. Um, to me, it just, it just rubs off more so overrated than what he is. Hey, maybe the kid proved me wrong this year. Yeah. Got a ton. Of, got a ton of talent around him. Whole bunch of talent. Yeah, but I'm also not a big believer in Steve Sarkeesian. Uh, if we're talking about OC at Alabama, where um, that's a different story, where he doesn't have full control. But hey, maybe they put me wrong. Yeah. Okay. All right, so I put you up again, David, at one eight because Junior is still going to keep waiting. Who you got? It's a lot of great options here. Um, I'm probably going to go. I'm. I think this is a spot for him, even though I have a a few questions uh, with this film. Uh, I'm going to go Raheem Sanders. Um, I I think this is the right spot at the back end of the first round uh, with his size at 6'2", 225 pounds. Obviously a big back. Um, I think he does. I know some people have mentioned his speed. I I, I don't have a problem with his speed. I just watched this film. He's one of those guys, and I, I think you mentioned it, with Brees Hall, Joe, he bounces out a lot for me. 
So um, I want to see him this year stay a lot more north-south. And um, I think at 1-8, this, this is a good spot for him. Okay. Junior? Yeah, I think that's a good pick. That's probably what I was going to look to going with my pick uh, for the next one. But, yeah, Rocket's really good. Um, he had a great season last year. He he is a tank, and he the, he still runs so smooth for his size. It's like a really good combination. He can run over defenders and also run around them. Um, but I kind of agree. I think he tends to get a little lateral, and he needs to go more vertical whenever he runs. But that's just like a small tinker. I'm kind of just nitpicking him. But he's he's going to be really good. I'm excited to see the year he has this year, but um, yeah, I like him a lot. Okay. Yeah, um, you you mentioned the year. If he has a great year, he's probably going to move up higher. Mm-hmm. Is so right now way too early. Twenty four. He's the RB two in his class to you, David. He is. Junior. Um, he is my RB two, but my rankings might be a little different than your guys. <laughs> okay. We'll talk about it in a little bit. Oh, I like that. Um, all right, so the last pick before Junior is allowed to talk again. I mean, allowed to pick again. Uh, this is me back on here at one nine, and I'm glad I'm glad you went Rocket Sanders there, David, because I, you guys know I don't want to draft a running back. And also, I'm going to make a controversial pick here because David does not like this guy, and he's going to want to burn me for it. But I'm taking another receiver up here, and this is Xavier Worthy from Texas, another yes. guy we've been talking about for years, and who needs to put it together. But athletically, the kid's good. He's got the talent, um, and if him and Quinn can link up this year and do what they're supposed to do, these two guys will be flying up everyone's draft boards. Yikes. Yeah. You know what? Go ahead and go first, David. Burn it down. Is, do not fall. Do not fall for this. <laughs> this is a, a wet 160-pound wide receiver. He's not putting weight on. It's just the body frame he has is not someone that's going to get up to 180. Like, what does Devontae Smith weigh at? I'm trying to remember. Was he, is he, was he 160? I don't think he was 160 when we were talking about him. I could be wrong. He's up to 170. He's 170. Yeah. Yeah, he's 170. Yeah. Okay. He's six foot 170. Okay. So, so maybe what I, I just don't see Devontae Smith here. Um, he had a really bad year last year. Um, and he's probably, I don't think he finishes his wide receiver one on Texas this year. That's going to be a Donnie Mitchell who transferred <sighs> in from Georgia. Oh, man. I was so excited to talk about him later. You kind of you, you stole that name from me. I was excited to pop him out later. I, I, I'm sorry, Junior, but he, he mentioned Xavier Worthy. So I have to, I have to put it. I, I love a Donnie Mitchell. I love him. But I, I'm just not going to touch. And again, I know people are going to say you like Devontae Smith. I did. I, I do. I did question a little bit coming out. He's not gonna Xavier Worthy. He's not gonna have the college production that Col- that Devonte Smith had. This is not gonna happen. Okay, Junior, you share the same sentiment. Um, kind of. I, I agree with David a little bit. Um, I have more questions about Worthy, but I do still like him as a player. Um, obviously, you're gonna draft a wide receiver here, and I think the next wide receiver would probably be hit between him and this other guy that I'm probably gonna take. Um. But, yeah, I mean, I think Worthy, his freshman season was very good. De- definitely had a down year last year. But I think Texas did, really, in general. Um, but, yeah, uh, more questions than um, good things about Worthy. Obviously, his size kind of stinks. But he is – I mean, when he has the ball in his hands, he's very dynamic. Um, I think I'm a little worried about him being, like, a slot-only guy because of his size. But he is, like, six foot six one, I believe. Um, 
Yeah, I think he is good. I think if he has a good season this year, that'll probably bring him back to where his level was um, at the beginning of last season. But, yeah, I think Worthy is just okay for me. Okay, I can see that. We may not talk about this receiver, but there is definitely another receiver besides Adani Mitchell that we'll mention in the second round that I would definitely take over Worthy. From Texas? Not from Texas. Okay, I, I thought you meant another receiver on that roster. No, no. Okay. Just all right, all right, Junior. You're back with back-to-back picks here at one ten and one eleven. So who are we going at one ten? All right. So I think the started off at one ten. I'm going to start off by taking a running back, and this is my running back one in this class as of now. Oh, wow. uh, I'm going to take Braylon Allen out of Wisconsin. Um. Uh, I really like the kid. Uh, he is an absolute tank of a human being. He's 6'2", 235. Um, a typical Wisconsin running back. Have you ever heard, ever heard of Jonathan Taylor? You guys ever heard of Jonathan Taylor? I think John Taylor's pretty good. Have you ever heard um, of him? I've heard of him. You sure? But, uh, I have heard of him. He is okay. very good. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, had two really good seasons so far for uh, Wisconsin um, as a freshman and as a sophomore and uh, let me just double check this right now. I believe he is still, as of right now, 19 years old. So by the time he gets drafted and if and into the NFL, he'll be 20 years of age next season. Um, and that's kind of what you're looking for with these running backs. You want them to be younger so that they that way they last longer. Yes, as of now, he is 19 years old. Um, I think that's absolutely incredible. Uh, out of Wisconsin, obviously they don't throw their running backs, so he doesn't catch passes. But as a runner, I think he is just. The, I think he's the best pure runner out of this class as of right now. He, I really like him. David? Oh, I, I don't have any disagreements with this pick at 110. I, I, I would not say he's my running back one because um, I think Travion and even Rocket with a better season are, are showing us he can be more north-south. Probably going to rank a little higher for me, but he's definitely running back three, and at 110 is would be a great a great pick. Yeah, I, I like Braylon Allen, too. Um, I think he is a top five running back in this class. Um, he's going to be really good. This Jonathan Taylor person you speak of, I mean, I've seen numbers and I've seen clips of him. Um, I've seen him go 1-3 in, in, in rookie drafts uh, after CEH at 1-1. But, I mean, apparently he's really good. So if Braylon Allen's anything close to that, yo, I'm, I'm, ready, to, I'm ready to buy in on that. And Can't make like, the same mistake twice. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's like taking Worthy over uh, – anyways, uh, the next guy that you're probably about to say here, who I, I'm pretty sure I know who it is if I'm looking at my list. Uh, but, yeah, Braylon Allen, he, he checks all the boxes. And that's and for me, that's that's huge and that's key. Um, check, checking enough of the boxes to me feel comfortable taking you um, over a receiver or over the next uh, round of quarterbacks or even another tight end. There's a couple of tight ends. I would even like it the back of this first round that aren't Brock Bowers, but a guy like Braylon Allen that, that you can put on the, the next JT, I was just told. So sign me up for all of that. All right. And then with my next pick here, I got the 111. Um, I'm going to go with Malik Neighbors. I see you're already typing it up on there. Uh, yeah. Wide receiver out of LSU. Um, got, he comes in about six foot, about like 190, 195. So still kind of like a slighter build, but a little bit bigger than worthy. Um, had a really good season for LSU last year. Um, I think outplayed Boutte by a lot. Uh, really took over that offense. And I think he's, he's just going to have another good season for LSU. I don't think he's anything crazy. Like he's nothing. He's obviously no Marvin Harrison. He's no Egg Buka. 
but um, I do think he is a solid wide receiver. Um, it does have that slight frame, but plays on the outside and he plays bigger than what he is. Um, I think if he has another good year for LSU, he could be maybe a first round pick in the NFL, maybe like a late second round or early second round pick in the NFL. But um, yeah, I like him a lot. Uh, he would he would have been my next wide receiver over Worthy. Um, but yeah, um, Malik Neighbors, LSU wide receiver. Okay, um, I go for David. Um, I actually debated Neighbors over Worthy, and I'll be honest, I know both wrong. Of you, I know both of you guys. And after that one nine, I don't pick again till two seven, and you guys wouldn't say anything about Worthy, and I'd had to wait to talk about him. So I went Worthy just so we could have the conversation because I do like the kid. Um, but Malik Neighbors, um, LSU pedigree, that's going to feed a lot into the hype. But you were right, like what he did last year on the field. But to, to Butte's defense, the three of us probably played better than he did last year. So Neighbors just said, "Hey, I'm going to be the guy on this team and take over," and he did. And I love him being the one, being the alpha for the team. And they put that together again this year. What they lost week one last year, right? And then won like 12 in a row or something. Like the team came together uh, with David's favorite coach. So I just think if he has another year like that, he, he could be the, the wide receiver three in this class easily. Now, love, it, love Malik Neighbors. He ooh. chose wrong at 1 9. <laughs> I almost forgot mm. about him because there's another wide receiver I still like. And I still would have took him Xavier Worthy, but I definitely would have took Malik Neighbors. Um, I'm not. I'm up at 112. I'm not picking a wide receiver, so I'm going to make this statement. All these we had one, two, three. Uh, whoa, okay, three of the four wide receivers in this class: Harrison Jr., uh, Agbuka, Malik Neighbors are all better than this year's wide receiver class. Xavier Worthy falls on this year's wide receiver class. Hold on, hold on, back that up. Even you're, JSN, even they're, they're all, yeah. Wow. You're taking you're taking neighbors over JSN. I am. Okay. Wow. Wow. I like yeah. Bold. Yeah. Okay. So I'm um, uh, neighbor. The only thing the only thing I'm going to caution you mentioned the LSU pedigree. Remember that LSU pedigree at wide receiver is before Brian Kelly. Um, Brian Kelly does not have a good history of wide receivers. But so, luckily, these aren't Kelly's guys. Right. Well, but uh, it's still his system that he has planned to another year that I hope it doesn't hurt his development and he and he can still do what he did last year. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. It's just watch that out. Watch watch for that. Um, but I love Malik Neighbors. You guys know I just took him in Debbie draft. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I love Malik Neighbors. Um in general, after looking at it, I, I love this wide receiver class. I I know we're not done. But I'm probably thinking it's a better wide receiver class than running back class. Um, 112. Okay, guys, I'm gonna do it because I kind of teased I teased it earlier. Mm. Um, I'm not saying this is gonna. <laughs> I'm honestly would do this, but I'm gonna do it because I kind of believe in the player. And uh, at 112, that this year's Anthony Richardson is quarterback from the University of Tennessee, Joe Milton. Oh, okay. 6'5", 243 pounds. Um, I, I know he started off at Michigan. I know people have a bad a bad taste of that because he did nothing with Harbaugh. Um, but I, I, he was a highly ranked recruit. His arm talent is just off the charts. This kid, if he has a good year, go watch the bowl game. I'm trying to remember who they played in the bowl, but go watch their bowl game. He had a great game, um, and, and, and in that Tennessee offense with Heupel, 
the NFL, if they fell in love with Anthony Richardson, if this guy has a great year, they're going to fall in love with Joe Milton. So before I get to you, Junior, David, give me the boxes that he checks. Size, arm strength. Those are the two main ones. He's not Is he mobile? He's a mobile, but I wouldn't say it's his strongest suit. Uh, but he he has, and again, I guess with Anthony Richardson, that is his strong suit. He's a freak and he's a track star. Yeah. I wouldn't say this guy is. Okay. Um, I think he's got he's got the uh, the arm talent that's going to win him over. Uh, Richardson's got the track that wins him over Milton. Arm talent over Milton wins over Richardson. Accuracy, decision making, Accuracy. like he's good. Decision making is good. He needs to work on his accuracy. Uh, that was a, a little bit of a problem with him at Michigan. Um, but you can you can work. Hey, a quarterback we all love, right? Drew. I, I know I'm skipping a couple classes, but Drew Allar will be the number one quarterback in his class, right? He's in high school. He had accuracy problems. That that was his big thing. His the spring game. Uh, I think we had some people that listen to this podcast that were here. He had some accuracy problems, right? There, he's going to work through that and still be the quarterback the number one quarterback in that class, right? You can work with accuracy is what I'm trying to get. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't, wasn't saying you could. I just wanted to know, like, yeah. where we're at and what's going on. All right, so Junior. Arm, oh, arm strength, I'm just saying, yes, you, you kind of got me. He's not the the running mobile athlete like Richardson, right? I'm just talking about from a body type and an arm. He, he's going to wow people with his arm talent. Okay. Junior, Joe Milton. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was really excited coming into the pod because I didn't know who you were going to say when you kind of teased it in our group chat earlier. Um, and I was a little shocked. I kind of expected maybe a, a different name. But, yeah, I, I think it's he's an athletic freak. You I mean 6'5", like 250, he's huge, um, has a rocket arm. Um, I believe he is. Isn't he like a super senior? Isn't he like 23 you're, already? You're, you're right. Yep. So he'll be he, 20. He'll be 24 going into draft Good yeah point. Good that's point. like that's kind of like one of the things where i think we'll definitely knock him down i mean he's like another hendon hooker but just an athletic right. one i guess um i mean yeah. if he has a huge season for tennessee like hendon hooker was like supposed to and kind of did i mean i think he could definitely rise up ranks i don't know if he's an anthony richardson but i mean i think he could be a big riser if he has a big year for tennessee and correct me if i'm wrong david but when you say Anthony Richardson, you just mean the rise, not the same type of player. Correct. I was gonna make. I was gonna make that. Point. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like I called Anthony Richardson last year with the rise. I, I'm calling Milton with the rises. They're not the same player, obviously. Because yeah, Richardson's what is Richardson like? Twenty one. He's extremely young. So yeah. so in in the mobile fact. So those two factors don't make him Anthony Richardson, right? Um. And you're right. He does have a lot. He. And that and, and it's not cheating. It is correct, even though they're just from Tennessee, so it's not cheating. But there are this similar age because Hooker was like twenty five; he'll be twenty four. So mm-hmm. all that all that is fair point. And again, I'm not saying I would do it here. Um, I just I I've been saying I, I like the player. I called it out. I didn't want to like not go through the first round doing it. We're at the back end of the first round. Yeah, no, that's good. It's it's quarterback that not on a lot of people's radar, like Richardson wasn't on a lot of the radars last year. And we'll see if he can back go into the first round of your rookie mocks next year. I, it, oh, remember the name, people. Joe Milton. I, I'll be honest, David, before you go here at 2-1, there were two names I actually thought you were going to say instead. Um, if we don't talk about him them here in the second round, remind me at the end, I'll tell you who those names were. But that's not where I thought you were going. <laughs> All 
All right, you're back on. You're still on the clock here at two oh one. So before we do that, we'll recount, uh, recap the first round here. Uh, we started off with Caleb Williams, the consensus one one quarterback of the last three drives. Uh, one two with the Marvin Harrison Jr. Drake May, quarterback UNC at one three. Brock Bowers, Emeka Egbuka, wide receiver Ohio State at one five, and another Ohio State a player, Trevion Henderson, running back at six. Uh, the back half of the draft went Quinn Ewers, quarterback, Rocket Sanders. Xavier Worthy, which was a controversial pick, and David's going to probably text me all day about tomorrow. Uh, Braylon Allen at 110. Uh, Malik Neighbors at 111. And Joe Milton, the fastest riser in the 24 class, coming in at 112. That's David's fastest riser in the 24 class. And since he was right last year, folks, remember that for next year. All right, kick us off here in the second round, David, at the 2-1. Rome Adunzie. I know I'm not saying that name right. Wide receiver from University of Washington. I'm definitely taking this guy over Xavier Worthy. He's only be only 21 years old. He's 6'3, 212 pounds. Go watch his film. He I don't know if he's a wide receiver one, but I think he's a he's gonna he could be very a very end, a very high end wide receiver too. Um and and, and be a good asset for dynasty ro- rosters as a wide receiver too for years to come okay junior yeah i mean really good build um pretty t- typical wide receiver size 6'3 200 pounds um yeah i think he's going to be really good i think he'll even has a chance to be a better nfl player than a college player just with his size um he's a- he's athletic enough to where i think he can uh make some plays in the next level um i like him a lot he was he was my next wide receiver as well so, oh. Joe, before you jump in, the one the one thing that is going to be a question with him that we're going to have to see is what will he run at the combine, right? What is his speed? Besides, I think it's going to be good enough, but it is a legitimate pe- question that people are asking about him. Okay, um, I do I do like this kid a lot. Um, there are actually two other wide receivers I like a lot more where I would take him at, take them at in the same range. So if these three are there, um, it's it's as of right now you take a dart, but. I question, David, I don't know if we'll talk about this guy in the second round or not. I only have three picks, but is it possible that the teammate, his teammate's a little bit better than he is? I mean, his teammate, I like the teammate. He'll probably go in the second round here. Okay. Uh, I would. I, I like Romeo a little better, though. Okay. All right. All right, so Junior, uh, you're, after not talking for a while, you got three picks in a row right here, two, 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 three, and two, four. Uh, yeah, so- we're going to get whole bunch of lord hinky right here yes <laughs> all right um uh, i'm interested to see i have i mean i have names lined up i just want to know what order i want to put them in maybe i'll keep going with the wide receivers because i know david's not gonna like this one um i'm gonna go with a wide receiver at a usc mario williams um caleb williams teammate uh played as a wide receiver too last year under jordan addison but also had a really good season um, big thing is with Mario Williams is he's a little he's a little small. He's about 5'9", 185, but I think the kid's really good. Um, he runs really good routes. He plays bigger than what he is. He still plays on the outside, plays a lot in the slot, but does get to the outside. Um, I think the I think there's going to be a role for him in the NFL, uh, the new style slot receiver that kind of catches slants and does those little bubble routes. He is really good with the football in his hands. He's, he's stockier than what you would think 185 would be on a 5'9 guy. Um, I think he's going to be, I don't know if he'll be Caleb's wide receiver one this season. Uh, I think they have another kid that could probably take over that spot, but I think he's going to have another really good year with Caleb. And I think this is a, kind of his range where he'll go uh, come next year. Mario Williams, USC. David? 
it's like Quinn Ewers for me. He's another one we've been talking about forever. Um, that I mean, the film's okay. It's not where everybody has been hyping him up from, from when he was at Oklahoma. Oh, he's going to come with Khalib. You think he was the next come in of this great wide receiver? He, I, I don't. And it's not just the, the size here for me. That is a big part, right? 5'9", 186. Uh, he's not fast. I mean, if you're going to be 5'9". I think he's like more quick than fast. Yeah, I, but, I would give like kind of that. And I just, I think with 5'9", I think for your 5'9", guys, they got to be Tyreek Hill. Quick, right? I, I don't think at what he is for his speed at 5'9", is going to, I'm not saying I hate to pick. I mean, we're in the second round, right? I mean, it, it's a fine spot for him. It's just I, I don't know if he's mu- he'd be much lower for me. Maybe maybe two eleven, two twelve range. Okay, um, I'm 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 not the biggest Mario Williams guy, so I'm not going to beat him into the ground because you know this is a way too early mock. Yeah. Next year I might be telling you guys to take him at one seven. He could be you know my new Zay Flowers, but as of right now. Like I'm, I'm not enamored with what I've seen on tape. Um, supposed to be, you know, in that level of top tier receivers. And I know he had Addison to compete with last year, but I mean, two two big seasons, kids still only got nine touchdowns. I mean, I I need never caught more than forty balls playing twelve games a year. I I, I want to see more college production out of my receivers like that. Um, that should be going in these first two rounds. So he puts it together this year. He's catching 65, 70 balls, rips off eight, nine touchdowns. Okay, I'm, I'm still talking about you up here in the early second. I'm okay with that. But just right now, the production I've seen so far, I'm, I'm not sold yet. All right, all right. Fair enough. Um, I think with – so I got three picks in a row here. So with my second pick, ooh, who do I want to go here? So I got two named. I'm going to go with my running back next. Then I have a quarterback coming up after that that I'm yes. excited to talk about. Um, I'm going to go, man, I think there's a couple running backs you could take here. Um, can't really be mad with any of them, but I'm, I kind of want to talk about Donovan Edwards running back out of Michigan, um, played as the RB two or like one B, I guess you would say with Blake Corum last year. Um, and I think they're probably going to do a similar thing again this year. And they'll probably both come out together and they'll kind of be like a Georgia thing where they send out two running backs and they'll both be pretty good. But I like Donovan Edwards a little bit more. You get the extra year because he's younger. And I, I just like his build a lot better. Obviously, Blake Corm's a little small guy. Uh, Jonathan, Donovan Edwards comes in about six foot, about 205. Um, solid running back. Can do a little bit of everything. Runs a lot of in between the tackles with how their Michigan offense kind of runs. He does that very well. But he also catches catches some passes. Uh, as a freshman, caught 20 balls. As a sophomore, caught about 18 balls. Uh, but I don't know. Did he have any? I think he had an injury maybe last year when he missed a game or two, I think, with like a hand or something like that. But um, I think he's going to have another solid year from Michigan. And I think he'll test very well, too. He's not like super athletic. He's not super fast or can jump really high or whatever. But I think he's just all around a solid running back. So I'm going to go Donovan Edwards here out of Michigan. David? We started off rough with Mario Williams, Jr. You turned it around, man. There we go. I love Donovan Edwards. I, I think he's six foot, six feet, 202 pounds, and he does have the, the body to put some more weight on, in my opinion, the frame. He's going to be a better NFL player than he is a college player because a lot of people are probably like, uh, with his production, his film, I'm not really seeing it. We can't judge 
offensive players in that hardball system. I know they've made the playoffs two years in a row. It's just they he holds the, their offensive players back more so than than what they show on the field. I love him, and he's going to be a better college player, um, a better NFL player than college player. Hmm, that's good to hear because you know I'm going to go ahead and and echo that because I, I love Donovan Edwards. But what I love the most about him, it's not just about his college play. And David's probably not going to like that I said this. Junior, you might not like it either because you guys have a 23 committee. But, like, we knew last year's or this year's class with B. John and Gibbs was, was super, and, and they, they had some depth. You get to that second uh, tier of running backs and, you know, all your 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 Charbonnets and whatnot. Donovan Edwards would have been RB3 in this year's class for me. Uh, matter of fact, like these top three you guys already talked about, but Edwards, as we're getting to the second tier running backs in 24, I think the top of this second tier is better than the top of the 23 second tier. Donovan Edwards is one of the two guys I got leading that, and he's going to be a solid, really good NFL player. Um, and I love that Blake Corn went back because that takes some uses off of Edwards' body so he can be even more fresh when he comes to the NFL. Um, and because you don't want to give it, give it all away and put it all in college unless you're JT and who just, you know, 60 carries a game. But Edwards, when he, he puts it together, you've seen him when with that Michigan offense, what he can do, and it's a pro-style offense. Yeah, go on to the NFL and, and get your pro on. I love some Donovan Edwards. Yeah, actually, I kind of – I might even agree with you on there that Donovan Edwards would be my running back three for last year's class. I do I do like him a lot. Um, but uh, moving on to my next pick Wait, here, my third we... in a row. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Just – just one in the state. We were all very excited. Way too early, twenty-three mock, um, and film review for running backs landing spots kind of changed that. So that could also happen with this class. Yes. No, no. There's no argument there. You're yeah. right. Yeah, I hope that's not like the stigma. I think I said it in our last podcast, but whenever the class appears and like, oh, here's the twenty-three class, and it's like, oh. Like, it, we kind of get a demi-downer whenever the class actually gets here. And right. then next year, we're going to be talking about, oh, the 25 class is incredible. We got Singleton and, oh, you know, all these guys. And I just hope it doesn't, like, keep going. I want to have, like, an actual good class. But I do name, think the 23 class was. You didn't even name the number one running back at Penn State. Here, uh, here we go. I love K. I mean, he's probably RB2 in that class. Just both of them right out of Penn State. Easy, easy. None of them had your boy undrafted, so. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Uh, so close it out here. You're three in a row, like two, four. All right. Um, I kind of want to go – I'm going to go with a QB here kind of just because I really want to talk about him. Um, I have no idea what his ADP is or whatever is going on, but I just want to talk about the player. Uh, I'm going to go with the Philly kid, Kyle McCord, out of Ohio State as my next quarterback. Um, this all kind of depends on him actually winning the job at Ohio State this season. Um, I think he's kind of fighting with Devin Brown right now. Uh, to see who's going to be the starter. Um, but, yeah, he played with uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. in high school. They both went to St. Joseph's High School in Philadelphia. Um, he's from New Jersey, um, and he hasn't really played so far in the college level. He's kind of come in in backup situations, hasn't really shown much. Uh, obviously, he was playing behind C.J. Stroud the past couple of years. But I think if he wins the job at Ohio State, um, that offense is known to be dynamic. They have all the weapons. I think he can have a really good year. Whether or not he comes out this year uh, is another story. I don't know if he wants to be a one-and-done kind of guy, but um, I think he has a chance to have a really good season if he wins that job for uh, Ohio State. And, and him coming out of high school, he was just 
uh, solid. Like all around, he's very accurate, had a good touch, uh, enough zip on the ball. I don't think he's very dynamic as a rusher. I think he's more of a stationary quarterback, but throws a good ball. If he can show up for Ohio State this year, I think he could have a chance to be one of these next quarterbacks coming out of this class. And he's from Philly. David? Hard to tell. Um, I This is way, obviously nothing wrong with the pick. 2-4, second round, way too early. It's hard for me to – I mean, he just hasn't played a game, right? Um, the system around – the players around him are going to be good. Um, First-year starter. Uh, I mean, the size is good. It's just – it's hard for me to really give an opinion on it. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I have I have not watched a ton of this high school film um, since Devin Brown went there because Devin Brown's film was amazing. Yeah. Um and then Kyle McCord is – he's going to probably win that job just based off experience. Um, but I'm going to see – I'm going to need to see the year film before I can say, hey, this this is what we should do. Yeah. I mean, nobody knows. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, I like Kyle McCord, but my C2C Devin Brown share is one – Devin Brown to win the job. <laughs> I'll be honest. Uh, I do think McCord's talented um, from what we've seen on tape. I mean, when he was they announced him as the backup to CJ Stroud, I mean, you made Quinn Ewers transfer. So, I mean, the kid's obviously good. So let's see that in, in game speed, on game time, on, on game day. And you got Marvin Harrison Jr., so you're going to look good. And you got Egbuka, and you got Travion. So if you get the job and you fail, that's on you. But I think he's going to be successful and he's going to look good doing it. If he gets the job. Got to win the job first. Yeah. Um, all right, David, you're back on the clock here at 2-5. All right, guys. I want to say thank you to you both. You did a great job. You didn't fall for it by taking this player earlier. I do not love the player. I've been trying to sell him off all my C2C and Debbie squads. No one is buying. But at 2-5, I think it's fine. Will Shipley. I'm listening. But I'm just I'm, so glad you guys did not fall for the Christian McCaffrey comparison and take him up in the early first round. I, he should not be a, a fir, first round pick, dynasty first round pick, regardless next year. But if he's at 2-5, I would take that swing and see what we get. He's going to probably be – I don't see a three-down back. I know he's Clemson's three-down back, but – he had some injuries last year. I see more so of a third down back. Um, but that Mason has some value to you if you get a little bit extra for running back getting points. And at 2-5, there's nothing wrong with it. But I'm just glad we did not have him earlier. I just can't but, let him – I don't love a player. I just can't let him slide anymore because I think past this range, then the hate is kind of getting too too large. Go, go ahead, Junior. Nope. <laughs> So, <laughs> I'll go. I'll go. I'll go quick. Okay. Um, I think I, I do think he's just solid. I know he's your guy, so I'm gonna let you talk about him a little bit. But um, yeah, I think I do think he's just all around a solid running back. Um, don't know if he's the athlete to kind of push himself into like a top tier of this class. Um, but I do think he's solid. Catches the ball well. Runs it. Runs the ball well. Has good size. Um, and obviously he is a, a unicorn. You know, right running back doesn't come around very often, but. Um, I do think he's solid. I think this is kind of going to be his range next year. I just don't know if he's the athlete to kind of push him any further than this. 
Okay, so you guys know I, I I like Will Shipley, but and I'll be honest, you know, since we started this podcast and you guys have been moderately more successful in your leagues than I have, I actually listen to some of the things you say. And when someone told me last year and laughed at me on the Will Shipley and told me he's not CMC, you need to go back to the tape. I did go back to the tape, but do you know what I saw when I went back to the tape, David? I didn't see CMC. I saw a different version of an Austin Eckler type player. So while he might not be a three down back, he will be on for three downs. It might not even be the primary running back. You get him in space, you get him the ball, he catches out of the backfield, he blocks very well so he can be on the field. I, I think Will Shipley is going to be a starting running back in the NFL, and you're not going to expect him to get, you know, those 200 carries and run for 1,200 yards. But if he runs for 800 and he catches for 800 and catches 60, 70 balls, that's the player I'm going to, I think we're going to get from Will Shipley. And there'll be another guy there that runs for the other 800 yards. He could be Tony Pollard-esque to someone else's, but he's going to be on the field. He's going to be making plays. I think Will Shipley, he's going to be a really good fantasy player for us. And it's going to translate. I mean, his NFL play is going to translate that for us, but he's going to be on the field. He's going to get drafted somewhere because he can play that role where he doesn't have to be a three down back, but he can play three downs, catch the ball, block, do what it needs to be done. He's going to be on the field. I, I like Will Shipley in that type of role. Uh, we're going away from that workhorse role in NFL. We know that. There's no three down back is, is, is now it has new meaning because three down back used to mean you can hand the rock off three times and get the first down. Now three down means the guy can run it on first down, block one second, and catch the, the screen on third and uh, either take it to the house or get the first down. And that's going to be your new three down backs, and he's going to fit into that role very well. I also wonder how he's going to test at the combine. I wonder if he's I wonder if he's this year's Michael Mayer in that aspect. Well, he's not as athletic as we thought he was. Correct. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely a possibility. What you give numbers on him? What what is he? 5'11", 200? Yeah, I think yeah. that's about right. Yeah. So yeah, hey, we'll see. Yep. As right, long as he's like a four or five guy, I think he'll be okay. Yeah, agree, like agree, four agree, agree. And he's yep. a guy going in. They're not gonna expect him to four for it but he also no. can't he also can't kyron williams it either yeah so like give me four five two and i think he just he's good yeah and he'll, he'll find some love in the mid to late second in the nfl could be early third uh depending on what, what other running backs have coming out of the woodwork and he'll find a job and there's just going to be a role for him so so I, I think we have him fine here i'm just i'm pretty confident that this time next year, though, people are yep. going to be taking him in the first round. Yeah. Oh yeah, and uh, and and your mocks before the NFL draft, um, you know, we had running backs going into the second round. Sorry, Junior. We we had Zach Evans going in the first round and all the mocks, um, and, and then the guy couldn't be found. Like he was under, he was free agents in some of the rookie drafts I did. So. I, I, I don't mean to beat that dead horse. I'm just saying, so like, yeah, yeah it could definitely change from here. Yeah, to it can change, you know. <laughs> you, you ain't got to do me like that. <laughs> All right, Juju, get, get on the clock here at 2 six. Give me the next thing, uh, Evans. <laughs> I got to – I'm going – I was going with a running back, too, so now I want to switch my pick. But, um, yeah, yeah, there's actually – there's a couple names I'm kind of in between here, and I don't want to shout them out so that way you guys can talk about them later. Um, I think I'm going to go with my next running back. Um, 
Devin Neal out of Kansas. Uh, comes in about 5'11", 210. Um, just, a, just another solid running back coming out of this class. Uh, he had a good sophomore season. Um, this season, for me, he showed that he could catch some passes, caught about 20 passes uh, this year for Kansas. Um, and just a solid running back. He's good size, typical running back size. Um, only thing for me, he kind of runs a little upright and tends to get uh, a little too uh, – stands a little tall and gets tackled a little bit easily. But um, I think he, I think he's going to be another just solid running back out, coming out of this class that I think you could probably get in these like mid to second rounds that are just, just all around pretty good. Okay, David. So he, he great observation there, Junior. He does run high. He's a former mm-hmm. wide receiver. He played wide receiver in high school, and I, I'm I'm think I remember incorrectly. They transitioned him to running back. Mm-hmm. So that you know that obviously takes time. He'll have to learn that to get a little bit lower because I thought I, I think he does run high as well. But I like the player, uh, two six, in mid second round. I I would definitely be taking him in this spot next year. Um. I love the player too. I'm in three C to C leagues and I have two Devin Neal shares. So I have one Debbie league and I have one Devin Neal share. I think he's very talented to go to the next level. Um, my biggest concern with him is like, you were talking about his running style. Like, is, does he, is he going to break away from people? Because if the game that he tries, that they want him to play. And maybe it's just Kansas. But, like, if he doesn't have home run speed or breakaway speed, like, is that going to throw him off the next level? Or people think he's a burner and then he'll get out there and he's not really a burner. He's just a fast guy that does not really run it past people. Is he going to be a guy that runs between the tackles? I know, like you said, maybe he's a wide receiver. So is he going to be a guy that's going to get into the trenches and run and go get my three yards at the next level? Or is he always going to look to escape and not be the fastest guy on the field? Probably going to look to escape because that's just naturally what he is as a wide receiver. I, yeah. I think I'm going to steal it from Junior. He's more quick than fast, as he was talking about Mario yeah. Williams. It's um, my favorite thing to say. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good line. I like it. <laughs> you guys want to be alone? No. Nope. Yeah, actually, oh. can you mute yourself for right now? <laughs> <laughs> we can't mute me because I'm up at 2-7 with another controversial pick because that's that's what I am for this podcast. Apparently, I'm the heel. So I'm going to go ahead and do this. That uh, David, this is a name I thought you were going to say in quarterback. But now that I'm looking at his numbers, I realize why you weren't going to say it. Um, you probably hate this guy because he's been playing college football since 2018. Uh, and we're talking a way too early 24 mock. So if you guys like, did a science out there, you can figure out that's six years. Um, but his first four years, he played in a terrible offensive quarterback where they didn't want to run the ball or didn't want to throw the ball. Um, he went to Washington last year. Michael Penix Jr. unleashed for 4,600 yards and 31 touchdowns. Uh, he went back on the NIL deal to play one more year. He's 6'3", 220, 225. He actually finished eighth in the Heisman voting last year. Um, if he even puts together a fraction of what he did last year, and I'm – He's falling to the second round of the Superflex uh, draft. I'm taking him off the board and just hoping that he does something like that for my team. Junior, please go ahead. Yeah, David, David's got to do the math calculate how long he's been in college, Junior. Yeah. Um, he used to play – where did he used to play? Nebraska? Indiana. 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 Yeah, they got a football squad. Can you believe it? Yeah, um, I still remember the touchdown that he didn't score against the uh, Penn State. At ooh, the, uh, ooh. Remember that one? 
Um, yeah, I, I just don't. I don't see it with Michael. Michael, whatever, however you say his name. Um, I just, I just don't think he is. I think that Washington obviously had a good year last year. I'm not gonna say he didn't have a good year because obviously he did. Um, I just don't. I think the the fact that he got pushed around and kind of didn't play well in different offenses kind of shows that he isn't all there. I think the Washington offense probably let him play a little bit better than what he was last year. Um, sure. Uh, I don't love the pick, but um, I mean, if he has another really good season, which it would be what this would be a sixth season in college football, right? Six seasons. Yeah. yeah. This would be a sixth college football season. So if he has a sixth good season, maybe he'll be good. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't see it. I don't draft these guys that have been in college forever. Um, um, it just it's not for me. David, throw some more uh, fuel so, on fire. I, my line that I use a lot from people that probably know this, but using this, listening to this podcast, this is more of a college football producer than an NFL prospect. Okay, you're you're playing in C2C, draft this guy because he's going to give you a lot of college production. I think he, the NFL is going to love him more than I and Junior love him. So I, I do think he'll go probably – late second, early third, depending on team and stuff. But um, he's a, and I'm not trying to be against left-handed quarterback. He's a left-handed quarterback. We don't have a lot of those in the league. Um, There's something about a left-handed quarterback just makes me want to like not watch them. Right, right. And, and, And I'm not saying it can't be successful. It can. It's just, and, and, and that's not the only knock for him. It's, like you mentioned, started Indiana. Indiana film's terrible. Okay, so why all of a sudden, snap, boom, he's this great quarterback at Washington. It's system. It's like being in a Josh Heupel system. Doesn't mean you're an NFL quarterback. You're just in a good college system that lets you produce. So I agree with everything you guys just said. So my counterpoint would be this. You said on one of our podcasts, Black Month, David, that you need more than one year college production, right? You'd like yes. to see that. We were talking yes. quarterbacks. And Correct. specifically, we were talking Hooker at that point. Isn't this where Hooker's going? Uh, Hooker Mid- was mid second mid second in, in startups? No. I mean in rookies? I've seen him later. I, I'm pretty sure oh. I've seen Hooker like third round. Okay, but he's I could going, be wrong. I could be, I could be wrong. Now, Penix, if he gets us another second year and he's drafted the same, you said mid to late second, saying, you know, he gets that same hooker draft capital. No reason why we can't be getting some Penix juniors here in the middle of the second round. I, I think you're, I think you're one round early. Oh, early. I yeah. I, I think, I think, I think if we're talking like three, five to three, eight. Oh, okay. I'm trying to look at my rookie draft. I, I haven't had many rookie drafts, by the way. These people are lazy. <laughs> I, I have seen him going in this range, and okay. um, for me, it's just – I mean, maybe you're, you're talking to us, and we're just not your audience. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm never drafting a Hendon Hooker in the, at the 2-7 to 2-12. Um, I'm never drafting a Michael Penix Jr. in the late second round. Um, I don't really see the value in it, but there is people who do. You know, there's people who love uh, Will Levis, people who love second and third and fourth round quarterbacks. Um, and sure, you can sell him to a Joe Thomas whenever you'd like to, but definitely not my cup of tea. Yeah, and and, and you're, Joe, I um, I was wrong. I checked my two 
by three rookie drafts, you're you're in the right range. But I I I hundred percent co-sign with all of Junior that said that said there. And there's at least two quarterbacks I would take over Penix. Okay. Still on board. Yep. Oh, there's one that I wanted to talk about, but I didn't. So um David, you're on the clock at two eight, but before we do that, could um in our Debbie League, you just got on the clock here at three seven. So why don't you go oh. ahead? Uh four seven. Why don't you go ahead and make that pick for us and then talk to us about two eight and let the people know who you <laughs> who you're picking and why. Let, let's catch the mock first, because I, I, I saw <laughs> that, but there's a few players. Uh, <laughs> and I, I gotta look. I gotta look at because I'm not 100 percent sold. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, All right. Anyway, uh, you're the you're the clock here at two eight. Two eight. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying these guys. I, I got two more picks, guys. I got two eight and two twelve, and I got two players. I got a, a few others on the list, and I, I may take them over these two guys, but I really want to talk about these two guys. So these are gonna be my picks, unless somebody takes the second guy. Two eight. I'm gonna go quarterback. Uh, another guy who I think could be a riser. Uh, I'm going to go Riley Leonard from Duke. Um, I like the year he had last year in that, that system. Uh, if he has another uh, a year like that, I think the NFL could possibly like him as well. He is not at Joe Milton level or any of the other quarterbacks that have gone so far. Penix probably has a little bit more mobile than him. But I still like him more because he is younger. Um, I think he's more like a Daniel Jones, a higher-end Daniel Jones. That you can get here, that'll be a higher-end quarterback two for you at 2-8, your late back of your late second round. Okay. Junior? Uh, not going to lie to you, don't know who that is. Thank you. Looking not, him up right now. Not, not, on, my, not on my radar either. That's, yeah. why I, that's why I throw it to you because I'm typing on my phone vigorously. Yeah, I just Google him right now. Yeah. Uh, so Riley Letter, okay, six four, okay. Um, a white guy from Duke. Okay, I see the. Uh, I see the. Oh, is this a college basketball draft? Yeah, it's. Um, I think he plays small forward. He looks like he shoots a lot of threes. Um, okay. I mean, I don't know who this is. Uh, I, I can't really give you my analysis. Looks like he runs the ball as well. So yeah, Daniel Jones again. Maybe I don't know. Gonna, David, gonna keep my eye on this one. Yeah, David, you do know one of our listeners is gonna come at you on that Daniel Jones comparison. Okay. <laughs> Just so you know. All right, I gotta keep this one and keep this name. All right, Riley Leonard. I love it. Uh, hey, throw it, throw, throw it from out of left field. Let's do it. Um, all right, uh, four picks left in this draft. I got two nine, two ten. Junior will be two eleven, and David said he's two twelve. So uh, there are two names I want to talk about also. So my first one here, David, when you talked about Rome at the 2-1, I said there were a couple other receivers I'd rather I'd have in that same range. This is one right here, and I know you're not going to like him. Well, maybe not you don't like him. Uh, maybe here you're, you're, you're fine with him. Um, but he's from Clemson, uh, 6'3", uh, Bo Collins. I think he now with uh, – what's your boy's name there? Antonio Williams. Like, that, that team has a lot going on. But Bo Collins, like, he's quietly – been a guy that's he's not drawing much attention like the guy he doesn't have more than I don't think he has a year where he's had more than 40 catches but as an athlete and when they put it all together now that Cade Cade what's his name Klubnik uh, gets the job there I'm looking for Bo Collins to turn it up to the next level because he has everything else he can just put together and I, I like him a lot in that Rome 
old doomsday range. So here in the second round, if I'm getting Bo Collins, especially this far down at two nine, I think I like him enough that I'm gonna, I'm gonna take him and not even think twice about it. Yeah, I think that's a good pick. He was the he was the other player I was debating on when I took Devin Neal a little bit earlier because I wanted to talk about him as well. Um, I like him. I like him a lot. I do. I agree with everything you said. I'm a big uh, Cade Klubnik guy uh, for uh, any of you 2025 QB guys. Um, I do have him as my QB two behind Drew Alar, obviously, but um, I like him a lot. His size is really good. Um, I think if he has another, if he has a good year this year with Clemson, hopefully that offense a little bit better. Um, I think he could even rise up a little bit higher than this, probably maybe even to that late first round. Yeah. David? The Bo Collins. Can't win with them if they're not on the field. He's had two years of injuries on the shoulder that have killed this season. Um, I'm not touching him. There's two other guys that I would, I would definitely – um, I don't know who Joe and Jr. are going to draft here. I'm not taking them at 212, so I'll mention their names. Adani Mitchell, you definitely take him over Bo Collins. Now, Adani Mitchell had injuries last year as well, but his first year, freshman, he stayed healthy, had a better year. Jalen McMillan is going over both of them because he hasn't had injuries, and he's had tons of college productions, and he has a size. I know this is 2-9, and I shouldn't hate on a 2-9 pick, but I hate the 2-9 pick. <laughs> I do like Jalen McMillan, and that's it. That's the Rome a teammate at Washington. Um, so, so I, I think you know, but I wanted to talk Bo because I didn't think you. I know you didn't like Bo, so I, I need to get Bo out there. I mean, Bo, he's Bo got, knows. He's six four. I think he's six four. Great, 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 great height, great size. He's what you want in a wide receiver, but he can't stay healthy. And I, I, and, and, I, and I don't think I don't think all of a sudden he's going to stay healthy. He missed spring practice. He's a, he's a guy with one shoulder. Practice. Spring practice. He, missed, he, missed, he needed spring practice after all he's missed. He's already behind Antonio Williams. He's already behind the other receivers that they got going in there. He, he had to make a remarkable change from where he's been at for at least the past year. Um, and like I said, with one shoulder, not touching it. Okay. All right. And I'm back up with my last pick at 210. Junior, uh, quick question. Are you taking a run? Are you either of you guys taking a running back with these last two picks? Whoa. I am, uh, I am not. David? I am. Okay. Well, then I'll wait till you're done because it's a running back that I want to talk about, but I'm not taking him here. So I hope it's the guy that you pick and not. We'll talk about afterwards. Um, it's tight end premium. And all of we've done is Brock Bowers. So it's time for me to put another tight end out here for us to talk about. The easy thing to say is Michael Trigg, Ole Miss. But the kid who has already jumped Michael Trigg in my rankings is I'm gonna. I was, why don't you pick everyone with the names I can't pronounce? Yes, uh, Jatavion Sanders. There you go. Tight yeah, end, let's Texas. go. See, you did terrible at two nine. Yeah, okay. You, you 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 improved yourself from this mock <laughs> by that. I like. Uh, I like this it. kid. Six five, six four. He's a monster. Uh, he caught fifty balls last year in Texas. Um, he's he, he might catch 70 this year, and then I'll be a fool for drafting worthy, but he he's the second best tight end in this draft. I think, honestly, a tight end premium might go a little higher than this, you know, above the Penix Juniors and Riley Leonard's, and maybe even above the Will Shipley's. If he has just even repeats the year he had, he's a guy that's going to be a really good tight end. He's a really good one into college. He's going to be a really good one at the next level. Yeah, he's a stud. Go ahead, um, Go ahead. 
He, he's an absolute stud. Uh, size, speed. I, th- I think he's going to be really good. He's one of those, another one of those weapons that we talk about on this Texas team that I'm going to be. My eyes are going to be glued to this Texas team all season with the amount of NFL prospects that they have coming into the class. But I, th- I, I agree. I think he's got to go a lot higher than this. I kind of forgot it's tight end premium. I might have taken him a lot higher than this as well. Um, I do. I like Jatavion Sanders a lot. Also, very good pronunciation there, Joe. I'm proud of you. Thanks. Appreciate that. It's close. David? He was going to be the guy I was going to take at 2-8. If I didn't have – I wanted to get Leonard, Leonard in here and the other guy at 2-12. And if he didn't go, I was, I was going to talk about him. Um, number one athlete in the recruiting class. He played defensive end in college. Um, so he's, he's, a, he's a freak of an athlete. He, he's still learning the tight end position. Because he he just never played it until this pet these past two years. Isn't he that coming, scary? He was gonna go in as a, he was yeah. gonna play defensive end. He can even get better. And then Sark said, "You know what? You're not a first practice. You're not a defensive end. You're a tight end." <laughs> so, uh, a great pick. Uh, you did well recovering from two nine. Thank you, thank you. All right, dude, you give us your last pick of this way too early twenty four mock at two eleven. All right, there's a lot of guys right now that I kind of just want to talk about, and this was the guy that I was kind of hoping David wouldn't want to talk about as being his guy that's going to rise up ranks as a quarterback. So I'm going to go with another quarterback in this class that could rise up. QB just transferred to Colorado from Jackson State, the son of Deion Sanders. I'm going with Shadur Sanders, quarterback out of Colorado. Um... I like I like him. Um, he played incredibly well last two seasons for Jackson State. Um, they kind of just pumping out stats. He had two really good years. Um, he's kind of more of like a pocket passer than you would expect him to be with the athlete that that uh, Deion Sanders was. Um, but he throws a really good ball. He's got a lot of zip, a lot of touch, and he is very fluid with his motion. Um, I like the way he throws. I think he he's even could upgrade his running ability into this next season at Colorado. But I think if he has another really good year, uh, I'm not one to uh, doubt Deion Sanders. So I'm not going to doubt his kid and his talent that he has. I'm going to go with Shadur Sanders. I think if he has a really good year, he could even be in the Heisman talks for next season. Not saying he's going to win it, but I think he could be in that Heisman conversation and even kind of rush up these draft boards. He's my QB I'm watching very thoroughly this season. I really want to see him have a good year, and then I'm going to be taking him really early next year if he comes out. Um, yeah, I'll jump right in here. Uh, this is a kid I love. I wasn't ready to call him into the uh, first two rounds simply because of the Jackson State pedigree, but we should know better than to to beat down kids from smaller schools. Um, he, the talent is there. He went to the small school just because of his dad. Uh, he's he can do everything you ask him to do on the football field from the quarterback position. Um, if we, we were talking Anthony Richardson as an athlete last year, this kid is very athletic. And you're right, uh, 211 might be too low for him when we're talking about this next year. We could be talking about him right there at 1 6 where Travion Henderson went. It's QB3 at this, at this class. Mm-hmm. David, finish. Give me some more about Sanders. Yeah. Oh. Oh man! Uh oh! Uh-oh. <laughs> I just, uh-huh. I just, I, I mean, it, you don't hear a lot of success stories. I saw if Shadair Sanders was a big topic on Twitter the last couple of days. Um, 
you just don't see a lot. And, and, and this guy, I can't remember. I should be remember his name to credit him. You just don't see a lot of these success stories with these guys that come from this lower level at quarterback that transfer up. Um, Cameron Ward was the big guy last year. Struggled a lot. Um, it normally takes him more than one year to put it together. Like, I'm really excited about Cameron Ward at Washington State this year. People were excited about him last year, and he went high in all C2Cs and Debbies. He had a bad year. Um, I mean, it wasn't like horrendous, but it wasn't what we we wanted. Um, if it was, he'd be he would have been in the, in the NFL draft talk conversation. I kind of think we're going to see that again. And then if he doesn't come out, like towards the end of the year, let's say he starts playing well, and then he says, "I'm returning for another year." Is he on the? Is he in the conversation still for us the following year? I I probably say no. So I I'm not saying I don't like he's got the he's he's got the frame. Uh, I I like him as a runner. I do like him as pass. I just think at this thing is is it too big of a leap? And um, there hasn't been a lot of success stories that we see instant impact that first year. It's probably going to take him two years. And then are we still wanting him? Okay. Um, you mentioned him. I thought Cam Ward was going to be your riser. It was. I thought it was him or Penix when you before you went Joe Milton. Just so you know. So close out this this mock draft, David, with the two twelve. Running back from the University of Auburn, Jarquez Hunter. He's getting that job. He he was uh, obviously Bigsby is gone now. He's getting that get that job. He's going to be the main back. Um, he did well last year as the as the backup. Some even said player played better than Bigsby. Um, I think he's just going to have a great year and rise up the boards. I don't think he's going to be in the back end of your second rounds next year. What was that name? Jarquez. J R J J R Q U E Z. Jarquez Hunter. Okay. Running back Auburn. Junior. Um, yeah, don't know much about uh, Jarquez Hunter. Obviously, he did back up Tank last year. Um, sounds like kind of like a Kendall Milton pick from last season where he, the backup we expect to be really good, so hopefully he is. Uh, just did a little bit of research from him. It looks like he was born in Philadelphia, but in Mississippi. So Philadelphia, Mississippi. That's kind of cool. I didn't know that even existed. I got really excited for some reason. So, is he still a Philly kid? Uh, mm, kind of. Okay. So the thing with Kendall though is injuries, right? That that kind of and he's back next year. He's back next year, so he's definitely off our radar now. Um, but I did have him and I think in a way too early 23 mock, but injuries. So mm-hmm. you know, I think this we we hopefully should not have that problem with him because he's hasn't been much um had much of injuries. Okay. Um so to recap. This way too early 24 mock second round. Uh, we got Rome Adunze, wide receiver at 2-1, followed by uh, Mario Williams from USC at 2-2. Uh, we get to the running backs at, uh, with Donovan Edwards. And then Kyle McCord at 2-4. Uh, back-to-back running backs, Will Shipley and Devin Neal, 2-5 and 6. Another quarterback, Michael Penix Jr., followed by quarterback Riley Leonard from Duke, power forward slash quarterback. Uh, we got Bo Collins at 2-9. Detavian uh, Sanders, our second tight end off the board here at 210. And we close out with Shador. Shador, I, I see I'm butchering that name too. Uh, the son of Deion Sanders, 
at 211 and Jarquez Hunter running back Auburn to close out our way too early 24 mock. Um, I love some of the names that we got going on in here. Uh, this I, like, was, I like I like all my picks. Of course, you like all your picks. <laughs> um, so before we get off of here, guys, uh, Junior, we'll start with you. Give me two names you want to talk about that you that we didn't mention that could be in these first two rounds. Ooh, um, I was gonna point out one for you. I thought you would have talked about uh, Jordan Travis, the quarterback out of Florida State, but um, uh, yeah. that little guy. Yeah, just see. not it. See. Anyway, I don't mean to steal a name from you, but um, for me, it probably would have been uh, Jace McClellan uh, from Alabama. Um, I think he's going to be the next guy there. So hopefully I think he's going to have an, another, you know, Alabama running back has a good season, becomes a good NFL running back. That kind of seems to be the trend. Um, I think he's got a chance to be it this year. And then uh, wide receiver wise, uh, Troy Franklin. Out there of, it um, is. There it is. That was one of my guys. Yeah, out of Oregon, I believe. Um, yes. Tall, kind of lanky, but um, has a really good frame. I think he can have another really good season with Bo Nix. Um, yeah, I think he'll be – if he puts on some weight, could be a really good NFL player. Yeah, so and then just to throw out a third one, just because yeah, I wanted to – I'm also an Donnie Mitchell guy. I know David – I'm going to let David talk about him a lot, but another Texas guy that I think is going to be really good this season. I like a Donnie Mitchell a lot as well. Those were the three guys I was talking like with that dark throw in the same range. Roma Dunze, Bo Collins, and Troy Franklin's the third name in there. Give me and even though Jalen McCollin and Watson, those four guys, if you hitting that early to mid second and all four of them are there, I think you're fine everywhere you go from there, except David hates Bo Collins. All right, David, give me two names that you uh we didn't talk about here in the first two rounds that could backdoor in there. So you guys know how I feel about small people, <laughs> small players. Um, <laughs> not people. That came out wrong. <laughs> Yo, anyway. you know, good one that's staying in. No, uh, <laughs> and, and make sure you use the right gift this time, but go ahead. Anyway, uh, Blake Corum, he's got to be in here. He's got to be in the conversation. I know they was injured last year. It came back. He's fourth year running back. Just from a production point, though. I can't see, and if he had, he comes back healthy. He has the year that he had that he was having this year before he got injured, and the year before. There's no way he's not a early second round dynasty pick, regardless of his size. So that's got to be someone that's on the list. I love Adani Mitchell. Um, I think he's going to be wide receiver one for Texas. Um, if he has a great year with Quinn, I, 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 he could be a he could try to sneak in the back end of the first. Um, depending on the season he has. Uh, I know I got some other guys here. Um, oh, Jalen McMillan. We, I'm surprised we didn't get him in the first, these two rounds of our picks. Yeah, I uh, I agree. I'm just surprised. I I, I, I love him. Um, with a, I like a Dunsey more, but I, I still like Jalen McMillan. And then um, two other guys, Frank Gore Jr., um, that's Frank, obviously Frank Gore's son. Um, he's a lot of people, including myself, may say he's more of a college football producer. But with that name um, and that NFL uh, history, I could see that he could make it. And then the last guy that's kind of been blowing up since the spring, uh, their spring game. Are you going to name my guy again? Go ahead. Quarterback. Okay. <laughs> Carson Beck from Georgia. He's 6'5", um, former five-star recruit, I believe. 
I, I know that he hasn't been playing. This is his junior year, but they they weren't going to play him over Stetton's minute. And he played spring game. He's going to be the starter. Um, with his size, he he could end up being something from NFL potential if he has a great year. Okay. All right. Well, I had two names. Troy Franklin was the one. Uh, junior uh, already talked, said something about. But uh, running back Florida State, Trey Benson, I think he has an opportunity Florida State is supposedly back, and if he has a good year, uh, another good year like he had last year, he's a guy that can climb up here into the back of the second, especially for you guys that love to draft running backs. Um, and in the second, uh, well, I said Troy Franklin, but the second thing I want to say is I think it's way too early, obviously, but if you look at some of these names and some of the talent, this could be just as good of a tight end class as the 23 was. We talked about Brock Bowers and Jatavian Sanders. We, we didn't talk about Michael Trigg or Brent Kuthi from Utah or Brent Ben Eurosef from Stanford, Jaheim Bell at Florida State, Theo Johnson at Penn State, Arik Gilbert when healthy at Nebraska. There are a lot of tight ends here, I feel, that are very, very talented, eligible to come out next year. It could be just as good as the 23 guy tight end class. I think it's going to be better. I think it has potential to be better. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a really good take. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, that does it for the way too early twenty four mock. Um, boy, this was a lot of fun, and I'm gonna I'm already taking notes. You guys saw my screen; I was sharing screen during the recording. I might get me some Joe Milton and Riley Leonard tape. Might do it tonight. You go downstairs, pop me some popcorn, put some hot sauce on, it, and come up here and turn on the Joe Milton tape and see what David's talking about. So that'll be fun. Um, before we get out of here, Junior. Oh, <laughs> my bad, David. On the clock at 2-8 in the Debbie draft. Let's go. Oh. <laughs> yeah, who are we going here? Oh, I'm sorry, 4-7. I don't know why 2-8 was when you were picking on the box. Yeah, you're at 4-7. Where, where are we going here? So we might as well recap it for the listeners, right? Well, I that's, went... that's four rounds of recap. <laughs> no, I got – it's my pick. You're not on the clock. Drew's not on the clock. I'm on the clock. <laughs> go ahead. Not, I'm not go recap ahead. your picks. If you were on the clock, we would recap your picks. Gotcha. I thought you were talking about the whole entire draft. No, right, Malik, Malik, Malik Neighbors, uh, Carnell Tate. Carnell Tate, guys, the next Marvin Harrison Jr. for Ohio State. Romeo Dunze and Katron Allen. Those are my picks. I traded a, a 24 second to get 3-1 to draft the Dunze. So, I mean, you're you're holding me to – I need I – need, I feel like I need a quarterback, right? I'm I only not got saying Russell, you need a quarterback or not. I got Russell Wilson. And I got uh, Jordan Love, but I do have Khalid coming next year. I got JJ on the Debbie, but I'm JJ on McCarthy, but I'm I'm not. Uh, I wish I didn't have him now. So I'm looking at quarterback. I, I can't really give you that pick right now. I'm looking either at Jordan Travis, Sanders, or uh, Carson Beck. Hmm. And and I am considering Jarquez Hunter because Debbie quarterbacks hitting the running backs hit the most in Debbie. Yeah. I can't make that pick for you guys right now. The, the listeners need to know. <laughs> wow. I can't believe you did that. Can't do it. I can't do it. All right. Fine. We'll, we'll let you go. So uh, for any listeners interested, uh, slide into DMs, uh, a wise opinion one, and maybe if he ever makes a pick this week, uh, he might hold the, the, the draft hostage like someone else did for seven and a half hours on an eight hour clock so hopefully he makes a pick before then it'll it'll be in the next 20 minutes but i want to take 20 minutes to 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 think about it more 
you know, can I trade into this pick? You got a quarterback to offer? And then Hooker. Yeah. So another one I'd probably consider is Jordan Travis too. Because uh, the height, I, I do worry about the height, but um, I could still see him being possibly something after film. I, I told you this. I watched this film in depth a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I like what I saw. I like what I see. Yeah, I, I only got Sam Howell, Trevor Lawrence, and Aaron Rodgers in this league and Hooker. So no one you'd be interested in. I don't like drafting de- quarterbacks in the Debbie, but it's the last round. So I don't mind th- throwing it. Okay. Anyways. All right. So before we get out of here, Junior, you got anything for the people? No, not an extra. Um, thanks, you guys, for tuning in. Uh, this is really fun. Uh, these 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 prospects look pretty good. I might have to get me some more 2024 picks because they kind of threw all of mine away for this class, but I might have to retool for this next year's class. Ooh, like so that, that, that's that. what I was going to add. I think I like the 24 class now. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know about Xavier Worthy, Sanders. <laughs> Michael Penix Jr. I don't know about that. But besides that, pretty good. I'm taking Penix over Riley Leonard. Okay. I'll take a dollar store Russell Wilson (laughs) over over a Walmart Daniel Jones (laughs) any day of the week. Any day of the week. (laughs) You better stop with that. They knocked Russell Wilson coming from, what, NC State uh, to Wisconsin, Nebraska, wherever. Uh, and he had a good year, and he turned that into a mildly successful NFL career. So I I know Penix has been in college since Junior was still a sophomore in high school, but he, he's still he, – he'll be okay. Dang, you probably were a sophomore in high school six years ago. I was, yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's terrible. Uh, um, junior. 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 Okay. Whew. So, all right. Um, so I guess that's it. And um, you guys have any questions, comments, complaints? Hey, there's some names that we're, we're forgetting. Make sure you guys come and tag us on the Twittering device. Uh, David said Bo Nix, but, you know, he he got some love last year. I don't know if he can repeat that year, but if he does, my C2C squads will be happy. But I don't know if he's going to be a guy that's going to be going in the first two rounds, even in Superflex. He won't. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, we know. They, they, just, you, like yeah. a, just like a few of the other guys you mentioned, though, but that's here or there. Yeah. Okay. He, he's not wrong. But anyways, uh, before we get out of this podcast, I just want to say um, – I'm in a few leagues. I think I'm in 14 leagues. Um, there are three leagues that it's Marvin Harrison Jr. at the 1-1 or bust for me personally. I'm going up to the 1-1, and I'm doing whatever it takes to go take Marvin Harrison Jr. off the board um, in three of my 14 leagues, and I'm going to make it happen. So you guys stay tuned for during the offseason and during the regular season. Um, I'll let you guys know where I'm working at, but I'm going to go if I got to – if I'm if I have to move Jalen Waddle to go up to one one to get to Marvin Harrison plus the one twelve because let's face it I'm gonna win that lead again I'm gonna go and do that so Marvin it's Marvin Harrison or or else for me love Caleb Williams love him and my other league when I, if I get to a one one or one two or one three yeah I'm, I'm taking these quarterbacks but it's Marvin Harrison or else in this draft class and he's the guy that I'm gonna go get everywhere everywhere I can get to him but that's it for this podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. I hope you have fun. Um, we'll be back probably in a month or so. Um, we'll be doing some just fantasy fun podcast as, while we uh, get ready for training camps to open in, in what, three months, in, in, uh, two and a half months at the end of July. So until then, uh, enjoy your rookie drafts. Enjoy your Debbie drafts. 
Um, and we gotta get those C2C drafts started, Dave. I need some incoming freshmen. I gotta get more Dante Moores. Okay. This guy. Oh, too soon. So. All right, guys. Hey, thanks again for listening. Until next time. Peace. Thanks for listening to the All Formats Podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen and share with your friends and league mates. Don't forget to check out our website at allformats.net and our YouTube page for more content, college football, live videos, and uploaded videos. Appreciate the listen.